Attending med school can be tough. It is, as people describe it, one hell of a bullshit ride. So how do we survive as medical students? Med talks, med life, med crisis. Hear it all on MedCast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of MedCast hosted by me, Karen. And Ara. And today's episode is Ara's Pibida episode. And we're going to be talking about something up in her alley, which is heartbreak. So if you remember or if you listened to our last podcast, I suggested that Ara do a podcast a Pabida podcast since I did one um, two episodes ago. So if you remember, <laughs> she quoted something. Uh, what is that again? Uh, remember your wise and yeah. forget about remember your ex. Exactly. And that led us to this episode wherein <laughs> she talks about heartbreaks in med school. So just a background on me and the whole love life thing if you guys are interested or whatever (laughs) so i've been single i mean i entered med school single i'm still single why am i counting i'm single (laughs) and i have not experienced being in a relationship while in med school though when first year i kind of dated around and then kind of got serious with someone but not really (laughs) and then after that i just stopped entertaining boys and was just not interested anymore because it's so tiring Y'all feel me, single girls out there? Yes! Anyway, I was like, I was saying this episode is not about me, it's about Ara. So let's focus on you, Ara. Yes! This monologue is killing me. <laughs> but okay. Yes, Ara. I know you were in a relationship maybe just last year or like two years ago, so. And apparently, <laughs> that's gone now. It, it went bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, it, it went bye-bye. So could you please like, give me a background on your previous relationship, the who, or you know, mm-hmm. you give a code name. Well, if you want to reveal his name, put it in a month. <laughs> like who, the duration of your relationship, when um, you guys broke up, like exactly what year were you in med school and ano yung mga um, ganap sa akads and the reason for your breakup? Daming tanong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. well, disclaimer lang. Um, Karen and I take turns in hosting this podcast. I mean, we take turns in the intro. So today, I let her do the intro and She's a bit intoxicated. So, <laughs> so just a disclaimer, like if you're wondering why she's she's so loud, <laughs> which I don't mind because this is the best Karen in my opinion. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So I don't wanna I don't want the spotlight on me, but for the sake of getting along with Karen. <laughs> 
So my first, rather, my relationship back in med school started around, I think it was July 2018. So that's when it started. Um, I met someone from a dating app. Because that's how we do it now in med school. We don't meet anyone organically anymore. Yep. But I met someone and we just... Well, I won't mention his name anymore because... Should we give a code name? Code name? Harrison. Since <laughs> <laughs> I see the book right in front of me, we'll call him Harrison. So, si Harrison, we immediately clicked as in sobrang good ng chemistry namin and yeah just after so we met around July and by August like we already said na we wanted to be serious with each other so that's when we sort of started our relationship and I was already in second year at the time so July August yung start ng school year I was starting second year and I'm not sure if you agree with me on this or if our listeners agree on this as well, but it's been known the second year yung pinakamahirap na year in med school. Doesn't the term tired year apply to you guys? Well, kind of. But the logic I apply to it kasi is by second year, they are gonna bombard you with so many subjects and so many readings that by third year, sanay ka na. Yeah. That's why it's not as heavy as second year. Okay, I understand. The time when you reach third year, you're numb already with all the requirements they bombard you. I wouldn't say numb, but like okay. you're already used to it. Okay, okay. Ayun. And we lasted for a year or almost a year, I guess, since we were still, we still had a lingering period, um, July or August of 2019. And why we broke up, ngayon Yes! <laughs> it was just a case of um, us not being able to trust each other. On whose I part? Think, uh, <laughs> how do I put it? There was no cheating involved or whatever it's more of lie piled on to a lot of other lies and that made it difficult for me to trust and in return my partner it made it difficult for him to trust that i can handle or i can accept his faults or the lies that happened or were said Okay, so you guys broke up after less than a year. Am I right? Well, I think almost a year in a Because officially, like, we, we stopped around first week of August of 2019. Officially. So, yeah. So would you say that the heart broken? <laughs> Why am I smiling? Should I be empathetic right now? Would you say that the heart broken? I laugh at my own misery also, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, this was the first person that I thought I was cliche as it sounds. I was gonna spend the rest of my life with. So yeah, it was definitely a hard uh, 
point in my life, like, I really felt so much in terms of like, it was, it was like a roller coaster ride. Kumbaga. And my ups or my highs would just be temporary highs, if that makes any sense. Parang, well, I can, I can get into detail about it, but yeah. Let me clarify, it, it, is he your first boyfriend? He's not, actually. <laughs> but, well, for me, kasi, my first relationship was kind of a bust. Like, he was my first boyfriend, but it was, like, kind of hanging in the air long. Mm-hmm. And we lasted for a short amount of time long. We were just together for four months. So, you you always tell me this like you can't believe that my first boyfriend is actually my first boyfriend yes um if i were yeah. you i wouldn't consider him as a boyfriend okay okay for from this point onwards <laughs> let it be known that my first boyfriend yeah. is the one that i'm talking about in this episode I love it. okay because i was gonna say what people normally believe is your first heartbreak is the one that cuts the deepest you know the song first cut is the deepest (laughs) so that's not (laughs) applicable i mean assuming that you consider this guy as your first boyfriend i mean the other dude so still is like if you remember me when that ended (laughs) it was pretty it was a pretty rocky situation and I don't know. That was the first time I've ever dealt with losing someone in a romantic setting. So ayun, I'd still agree, like in retrospect, I'd still agree na he's still my first boyfriend, but since <laughs> it's not really you're you're not he okay. Already with that. established. Yes, okay. established it already. So Okay. So since we're talking about heartbreaks, to our listeners out there, did you guys know <laughs> that there is such a thing called a broken heart syndrome? Or, yes, this is also an educational podcast, you guys. So actually, the, the more medical term is stress cardiomyopathy. And I'm just going to read like a one-liner description on it. Thank you, HopkinsMedicine.org. So I will just read from it. So it is a condition. I feel like I'm doing a report right now. It is a condition in which intense emotional or physical stress can cause rapid and severe Heart muscle weakness. So, akalain yung bayon na yung heartache, it can cause this. <laughs> so, Ara, since expert ka dito sa topic na to, would you like to give the pathophysiology? <laughs> I don't even. I honestly don't know. Like, I, I have heard of it and it has been discussed in class, but I forgot, I forgot how this happens. <laughs> Pero ayaw mo naman mag-cardio. Uh, I use, okay, I use this all the time. Like, I whenever people ask me or dates ask me, anong gusto kong specialty na i-take, I always say na I want to take cardio. And when they ask why, I say na it's because I want to heal broken hearts. <laughs> right there. We have it right yeah. there. <laughs> so what's stopping you? 
I moved on from it because dealing with the heart is very difficult. Just <laughs> Okay, next time we will tell you guys the pathophysiology of stress cardiomyopathy. No, just kidding. Anyway, moving on. So, since we've already tackled, well, not really tackled the pathophysiology, let's move on <laughs> to the psychiatric part of this podcast which is the stages of grief <laughs> you guys so just a disclaimer i don't think i report like this in class okay so <laughs> i hope you noise. don't <laughs> well for sure i'm not intoxicated when i report in class <laughs> anyway so I'm sure a lot of you guys are also familiar with the five stages of grief, which is denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So, ni naman siya normally in chronological order, diba? You can like jump yeah. from one stage to another. So, tell us how you went through those stages of grief. <laughs> okay, well, since kanina pa natin naman mentioned that this is like my fourth day or something. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> I'm usually the person in class, and Karen knows this very well since she was my classmate in that particular class back in college, which was injury prevention, I think. And I'm always the one who comes up with who got, and I have a lot of moments in my life na pinaasa ko or sinaktan ako. Feelings-wise, not physically. <laughs> but there, that's what makes me an expert on this subject. Because I've dealt with so much. <laughs> right yeah, I've dealt with, and I'm not like sugarcoating it or like putting myself further down. But you know this, Karen, and a lot of people know this, that I've, I've dealt with so much in life already in terms of like failed relationships. Um... I guess, yeah, you could say na I went through stages of depression. But to call it as such, of course, hindi ko yun ma-justify. But I guess, paano ba? Paano ko ba sisimula? <laughs> I guess okay, na so I'll yung... ask a question. What was okay. your initial reaction? after? Yeah, the... I guess na sa akin yung anger. Oh. Um, so I remember the time that we broke up. I had an event in Quezon Ave, I think, with an org that I had back in college. And the morning, we decided to meet up and talk about it. But it lasted up until... So my event in, in Quezon Ave was like at 8 p.m. And we met up at around, I don't know, 9 a.m. at that. And it lasted up until, I think, 3 in the morning, the following day. Is this the breakup talk? Yeah, like the, the pinakahuling breakup talk. Ah. Okay. Because you were there the first breakup talk. Like, I met up with you after, right? And we ate Japanese food in Vertis. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, but the second one, yun, we met up at 9 and hindi na ako nakapunta dun sa event ko. It lasted up until 3 in the morning. Well, for sure, there was a lot of uh, bargaining. Not so much, I don't think there was denial per se. 
but there was a lot of bargaining a lot that i was willing to give up on my end just to make it work because he was the one who wanted to end things because mm-hmm. the way i always approach dating or kahit like sa friends just relationships in general the way i always approach it is that there's always a way to make things work it's just a matter of <laughs> it's just a matter of whether the person that you are working with still wants to see it through or not. So, laging may paraan. And people always tell me that I'm an optimist for saying that, but I guess that's just who I am when I'm dealing with relationships. So, ayun, I, I was willing to give up a lot of things um, on my end. Thankfully, tapos na ako ng second year na to. But, ayun. Uh, was it summer at this time yeah it was summer before third year already right okay so you were relatively free naman like you didn't have to deal with akads anymore yeah nung parts na leading to the breakup i had finals Hmm. um i had a lot of things on my plate so i guess we sort of waited it out na lang for both our sake na tapusin muna natin yung responsibilities natin with school and work and then we can talk about it. So, that was a good move on his okay. part. Yeah. So, it didn't affect your akads naman that time that it was leading towards the breakup? No naman. It did, but I guess I'm the type of person kasi that when this sort of thing happens... I really forced myself to compartmentalize. Wow. So parang, wow, but I'm not saying that it's effective. Like it's all it's always effective. But if there's something that needs to be done, I guess it affected me more in third year, not nung second year. Ah so yeah. okay. Because when you were taking your finals or during final season, hindi pa final yung breakup. Eh. So you were still fighting for it at that time. That's why the effects came come third year na. Uh, ah, yeah. yun yung point na you know moving on and all that. So mm-hmm. that that was when it really affected me. Okay, so naglinger ka sa bargaining, am I right? Uh, when that breakup talk was happening, yeah. Okay, there was a lot of bargaining involved. But when a person is already out of it, there is nothing you can do really to let that person back in. Like no matter what you say, no matter what you do, no matter whatever it is that you offer, if ayon na ng tao, hindi mo na talaga mapipilit. Virtual hug. <laughs> anyway. So you've mentioned um, about anger, bargaining, no denial. Um, how about the depression stage? Did you go through that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I cannot justify it as, and you and I can't justify it as depression per se because we're not, um, we're not in the position to make that claim. Right. But definitely, you know, I... I hope my parents don't listen to this, but I drank a lot. There was a lot of drinking involved. Um, And 
there were so many times, siguro dito papasok yung sinabi ko na it affected me more in third year mm-hmm. than it did when I was in second year because, well, you were there. <laughs> there was a time na <laughs> I had exams for ob the following day. And the exams kasi for ob in our school would usually go na parang th- the topics, so we had like 20 topics combined for OB and gyne. So, palagay mo ng 10 for OB, 10 for gyne. And those 10 topics for one uh, major exam, say for instance, midterms, may pre-exam kami before the major exams. So, those topics would be divided, say, in th- to three days. Wow. Parang, okay. Yeah. Parang, um, paano ba? Like, four topics for day one, the other four for day two, something like that. So, when my pre-exams was happening for that subject, yun yung time na, um, yeah, I, I really had trouble with. Um, kasi, Okay, I'll just go into detail about it because he Ooh. went, <laughs> he went to to my dorm, and parang we had decided to just you know hang out, <laughs> go to go as friends. Hang out in your dorm as friends. No, 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 no. no. Like he, <laughs> so he picked me up from my dorm, and we were supposed to go out and hang out. <laughs> Actually, study out yon because my papers didn't show for his masters. Yeah, so supposed to study out as friends. And we both found it as, you know, an appealing idea because it's just being able to work outside with company and still get your work done. And again, like the company is, you know, familiar company. So nothing wrong with that. But what happened was it just led to, like right at the moment when I got inside his car, it led to an argument again. And... The ending of that night wasn't, you know, pleasant at all. And it affected me. Like, the following day, it was day one of the pre-exams. Hindi na ako for the rest of the topics. And what I just did was, like, skim through the chances, go through the saplexes. Yun na lang, yun na lang yung aral ko. And I said na babawit na lang ako pulitin the major exams. But malaking factor kasi yun eh. Like, there, it... The, the pre-exams, it's a huge percentage of your grade. So, I felt bad about that. And I guess that's the best example that I can come up with in terms of it affecting my studies. Yeah. So, how did you fare, though, in those exams? I mean, pwede naman hindi ka nag but you still did well. So, what happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luckily, my well, I don't want to say this, but okay, for the, for the sake of transparency, luckily, majority of the topics for the pre-exams was samplex. Oh. So, <laughs> Lucky. Um, but still, you know, I, I just spent that night like, crying and I was so distracted as in even when I was taking the exam, hindi ko ma-focus yung mind ko in taking the exam. So yeah, like it's it's not all the time that I can effectively compartmentalize. There are definitely a lot of hindrances to being able to do that effectively. But yeah, 
Um, I guess I just did better pagdating ng major exams. Okay. That's good. At least nakabawi ka kahit papano. So, apart from drinking, what other coping or defense mechanisms did you engage in? I joined an org. Oh, okay. That's something productive. Yeah, so, kasi my org, paplug lang ako na onte. <laughs> my org, Akay Medicina. So, in our school, kasi, it's, um, there aren't a lot of orgs that you can join. Okay. And I was fortunate enough na one of my batchmates, um, she was the second president of Akai Medicina. But yeah, they've been inviting me, like since 2018, they've been inviting me to join the org, like since its inception, because it was only created in 2018. But um, you know, I was busy with my relationship <laughs> and I was busy with second year also. Mahirap talaga to seeing it, it in ACADS. And I would just always make the excuse na sabihin ko, there's a lot on my plate. Like, it's very difficult to deal with the subjects you have in second year. Patho, surgery, yan, uh, physiologic OB, and a lot of other stressful subjects, microbio. So I didn't want to distract myself from whatever it was that I had to deal with academically. And they would always tell me na hindi naman interfere with ACADS. But it gets like, that's the usual line of orgs, diba? <laughs> <laughs> hindi naman siya. How they hindi naman, you in? <laughs> yeah, hindi ka naman ma, hindi ka, hindi ka naman naman stress or yung workload naman sa org, hindi naman ganun kabigat and all that. And syempre, Skeptical pa ako that time. But come third year, they had another wave of application. And I told my friend, uh, I need something to distract me from, from the breakup. So she said, nah, try joining the org. Not to like give you work or anything, but you'll meet a new group of people. And it would be nicer for you to... Uh, immerse yourself in a new environment. So I joined and yeah, it, I can definitely say that it helped so much in um, in distracting myself from whatever pain it was that I was going through. No doubt, sila usually yung naaya ko to drink. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, just meeting a new set of people na isipin mo we're just in the same school naman parang what's what else is there that they have to offer parang gets right. like you interact with the same people every day so parang what's the difference it's just a different setting right but yeah it, it definitely helped a lot and you discover so much about people and yeah i can say in a most of the people I met from that org are the closest people that I have now in my life. Yeah, yeah it's always refreshing to meet a new set of people, no? Yeah. Apart from that, what other good thing um, came out after the breakout? Breakout? <laughs> breakout? <laughs> 
break break up. <laughs> um. Well. You know, uh, I, wait, sorry, uh, I have another question. <laughs> Would you say the breakup did you more good than bad? Or is it the other way around? Siguro initially, more bad than good. Kasi you're still adjusting, eh? you're still right. coping. And it, you know, there is no amount of preparation that can adequately prepare you for the pain that you're about to experience after a breakup. So, it's not naman na, because I, I got the question so many times that did you ever expect it? That it was going to happen? Were there signs? Um, and for me, for this particular situation, I guess na siguro mga after yung honeymoon period, kumbaga, there, it was already showing. And I would just always tell myself, like, I just always pray na if this isn't the person for me, I, I hate to be all religious and all that, but, you know, I just always pray na if this isn't the person for me, then, you know, help me get to that point of realizing that this isn't the one for me. Parang ganun along. And, yun, initially nga, it's not, it's not the best feeling in the world. It's actually worse than the worst feeling that you could ever experience. But in the long run, there are so many things that you would realize in yourself and you'll get to a lot of other realizations that can transition it for the better, at least for for like for your betterment, ganon. I'd say na initially, pangit talaga yung feeding. Pero just keep going, just keep savoring, for lack of a better term, the experience. And yeah, you you'll get to a point of east na naman. What was After, the first question? <laughs> oh, the first question is, what other good thing came out from that breakup? Maybe like in terms of acads wise, were you would you say were you more focused now since walang quote and unquote distraction? If you ever considered him as a distraction, <laughs> I think not, and I'm not sure if this applies to everyone, but I think I was more productive when I was in a relationship as compared to when I wasn't. Dude, same. And, <laughs> <laughs> And I guess it's yung factor of, I'm sorry if it sounds cheesy, but yung factor of inspiration. So me and my ex kasi, we have this thing na our routine is kind of like on weekends or sometimes even on weekdays, pagkaya, we would meet up, but not to have like a fancy date or whatever. We just order takeout and we would work on our deliverables so that happened quite frequently as in my times na ano ba? i have a libre day kasi i think it was friday na wala akong class um and then saturday i had two exams or something like that and every friday he would bring me to his workplace which was fine with his office mates 
Um, but yeah, he would bring me to his workplace. I have my own designated area there. And I would just study all throughout the day and wait for him to finish working. And it works for us, you know. Um, lang talaga yung dynamic namin. We prioritize our responsibilities like school and, and work over, you know, fancy, cheesy, romantic things. Yeah. Of course, like, every once in a while, we'd have those dates. Pero mas madami pa rin yung work dates, if you will. That's why it really appeals to me if, like, a person is willing to sit with me and just be with me while mm-hmm. I study. Yeah, just to keep you company, no? Yeah. Like, I appreciate that so much in a person. Yeah, I guess mas productive talaga ako when I had that relationship as compared to when I didn't. Because when I didn't, I just go on a drinking binge. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, no? Yung mga kasama mo sa med, sila pa yung bad influence. Nagpaparinig si Karen. But anyway, so you already had this routine with your boyfriend at that time, no? So was it hard to adjust na it was just you doing the work na lang, you didn't really have anyone else. Or, siguro pwede ka mang hatak from the org, but, you know, it, the experience is different. So, was it hard for you to adjust to that? And did it affect um, your productivity or your, your ACADs? Yeah, it was really hard kasi, you know how sleep is super important to us students also. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm not the only one suffering from this. Pero yung pag magpupuyat ka para mag-aral, inaantok ka. Pero pag magpupuyat ka, not to study, you're awake all throughout the night. So yeah. that's my that's my dilemma, that's my struggle, na malimbawa, tapos ka na yung material, so kailangan ko na matulog, hindi na ako makatulog. And usually, my ex's role in that would be, he would kwento to me, yun na yung bonding experience, kumbaga, when on days that we don't see each other. So we would talk on the phone and he would just do his whole monologue um, about like how his day was or sometimes he would quento about his, I don't know, family or his friends and all that an experience he had from a couple of years ago with friends. And that would be my lullaby. Aww. That would be the one to, yeah, to help me fall asleep. But I, I struggled a lot with sleep this um, third year. Because it's either I would sleep a lot or I wouldn't sleep at all. And mas madami yung times na hindi ako nakakatulog. Doon nag-start yung habit ko of... That's actually partly why I wanted to create a podcast. Doon nag-start yung habit ko of listening to podcasts or keeping a YouTube video on the background or any type of video that is like heavy on narration just to fall asleep. And I would play it. I wouldn't even mind it. I wouldn't watch it. I just listen to it and that would be the one to lull me to sleep. But still, iba kasi yung effect when it's another person talking to you. Yeah. So that's that's one example I can come up with. Very definitely, it it greatly affected my akads because you're so used to this to the presence of this person for almost a year and then all of a sudden he's gone so that was very difficult to deal with 
So you mentioned na you had difficulty with sleep, no? It's either you would sleep a lot or not sleep at all. So that's actually like one of the signs of depression. <laughs> but I know. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, also you mentioned din naman kanina that parang you prayed <laughs> to uh, God or whoever na it's hindi man siya yung para sa'yo. Wow, so deep. <laughs> Parang, it's okay? Pa- How did you say that? Can you... Like, if this isn't the person for me, then just let me know or parang show me signs as yeah. to how I can, you know, make that distinction na hindi talaga. Yeah, you know, after you said that statement, na realize ko, oh, okay, feel ko nasa acceptance stage na si Ara. Would you agree? Right now? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know, honestly. Well, the thing is, kasi, I treat my ex as the one that got away. <laughs> and we all have a special place in our hearts yes. for the ones that got away. I have this thing. Uh, it's it's been a routine already, and I can't believe I'm sharing this on a podcast. But I guess it's also because I'm slightly intoxicated, just <laughs> like Karen. But um, so I do this thing every eleven eleven of the day, where I, you know, not not so much wish that we'd get back together or something like that, but. You know that he's he's doing well and that he's happy and and all that. So I guess you can say na okay, but you can treat that as acceptance. But for me, kasi it's I still long for that person. Like if I I was given another another chance with a person with that person in particular, like I'd probably take it. But I don't know. Give me a few more months, siguro. <laughs> And my answer would probably change, Narin. Pero, yeah. Yeah, but dude, no rush. It's only been a year after the breakup. <laughs> more than a year already. Oh, more than a year. But still, I mean, some people don't ever get over their ex. Even after four years. So, you know, there's no shame in admitting that. Unless marinig niya. Or okay lang kung marinig niya. Okay lang naman. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so how are you now, though, in general? I'm okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I still get my bouts of sadness. And uh, for a time, back in, Sigura was August to December of 2019. I was also dealing with, like, what's Yung, yung insect na who goes from flower to flower. But that's a better term. I fooled around. Okay. I fooled around a lot of times. And I dated around so many times. And it's just, if you know Sugar Plum Elegy by Nikki. <laughs> or um, what's that song by her? Then I forgot. Low not low key. The the one I told you, chili, chili. Yes, chili. Yeah, chili and sugar plum elegy by Nikki. You sh- you guys should listen to that because those are ultimate heartbreak songs. But they're like bittersweet 
heartbreak. She puts it in a way that it's bittersweet. And in the time that I was fooling around, you know, I was always in search for the high that I got with my ex. And it was never there. Kahit na subihin mo pang crush na crush ko yung tao or like very ma-appeal and all that. We have good conversation. I just never got that high that I got with my ex. And that frustrates me because I felt, well, umabot's a point na I felt na I was putting my ex on a pedestal, hmm. which is wrong. <laughs> If you're trying to move on, it's wrong. You know, and not to discount, he had his flaws also. He did things also that contributed to the downfall of our relationship. It's not just my fault. But, I don't even if you call me an optimist, I always know that there's a way to make things work. So, it's annoying because I try to... The things that you... I got introduced to this perspective because in the person that you dated before or the person that you were with before. Try to make up for it in your new relationships. So, like, try not to make the same mistakes. Something mm-hmm. like that. But I'm the type of person na kung ano yung ko dun sa person that I was with before, I would want to write it with the same person. Yes. So, ganun ako ka desperate for closure. <laughs> but, but, you know, some things, they just, they, they don't work out. They, they're, they're not meant to work out. Like, on some days, I accept na, okay, hanggang dun lang talaga. And if we stretch it further, baka mas pangit pa yung kalabasan. So, ayun. <laughs> Was I able to answer whatever question you Yeah, had? actually you did. So, your dating life, there's no luck in that right now, as of the moment. I don't know. I, I don't want to say that, but no, hindi rin. Parang, I'm kind of just floating around na lang. Mm-hmm. Because I said, diba, na I fooled around or I dated around maybe August to December. And come December, I actually met someone who was an old friend of mine that he wanted to, uh, I don't know, explore us <laughs> being a couple. But Before COVID, there were problems that popped up. Actually, before COVID was the time that I figured maybe it's not such a bad idea to let someone in. Nah. Like, it's been quite some time. And maybe this isn't such a bad step to take. But wank wonk. <laughs> it was a bad step to take. That most recent experience is the reason why I'm kind of just floating around right now. Um, so, ayun, I guess I'm at the middle ground, if you will. I've gotten to a point of some acceptance over my fallout with my ex. 
and also i'm i'm still longing for that kind of high may it be with him or with a different person so let's talk about the future then if you're just floating <laughs> around right now so if we lived in a perfect world what do you want to happen and maybe let's say 2 years from now relationship wise mm okay well you know how i always have this thing i tell you now when a guy hurts me or when a guy wrongs me after some time they apologize wow lakas <laughs> no, no, no but this is true diba this it is, is true you know my his- my dating history just recently lang eh. <laughs> but yeah so i have that Actually. history <laughs> it just diba? occurred to me also they come around like yeah <laughs> one way or another but well there that, that's that's the that's the thing that I guess I'm waiting for but of course parang feeling ko rin naman na I have no ill feelings not towards it I I'm fine with us not talking I'm fine if there is no more interaction after that last interaction that we had because it wasn't it was a good moment naman the last time that we met not spoke <laughs> the last time we met um pero yun that's the thing that happens to me whenever a guy breaks my heart after some time after a couple of months bigla siyang magme-message and would say sorry for being such a jerk to you and sorry for uh making you paasa and all that so i guess that's one of the things like i've reached out to my ex of course as the person who still wants to see things through or was the person who was willing to uh compromise on a lot of things when we were breaking up i still messaged him um but yeah even if that doesn't happen i'm i'm good with it sigur that's just one of the things that i would like to happen like for us to be able to talk about it with the realization of both our mistakes why it didn't work out and all that but relationship wise i don't know <laughs> i'm still searching for that hi so in a perfect world probably like i wouldn't say na i would want the same relationship that i had with my ex with a different person or with the, with my ex i wouldn't want it to be the same because there are a lot of things that i learned in the past couple of months na pagkakamali ko in that relationship that I wouldn't want to carry over to a new relationship maybe with my ex or with someone else but ayun i just cliche as it sounds when you know you know it's <laughs> actually a very interesting answer i wasn't expecting that tbh but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't expect that even after two years, you'd still be, let's say, waiting for him to come around. Mm, not so much so waiting, but it's just like passively waiting. Sorry. Yeah, kind of. A bangers, passive a bangers. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just to say na, because a lot of people would say na. 
if you go into med school, boyfriend, girlfriend, because it will greatly affect your studies. And I can definitely say that there is some truth to that, but it really all depends on how you react or how you respond to the situation. So ako, I turned it into, into such a way that I found someone who was willing to see me through all the breakdowns that I had in med school, all the exams that I had to take, the requirements. He helped me so much in terms of designing a lot of things for med. It's really just a matter of how you respond, how you make that situation work for you. Just because a prof tells you na mag-focus ka muna sa grades mo, pataasin mo muna yan, wag ka muna mag-relationship, mm, it's still up to you after all. That's true. I never really believed in that statement. And <laughs> it applies to me kasi because I feel like my significant other, like what you said earlier, they serve as my inspiration, especially if that significant other is also like a goal-getter type of person. Yeah. So when your dreams are in line, or not necessarily even in line, like if he wants to excel in whatever field he is in, and it doesn't even have to be in medicine as well. And as long as the both of you are also mature, you guys can work together and you just be each other's motivation. And it's so fun to work with someone, you know, someone you care about. And I just want to share, can I share something? <laughs> in relation to what you said earlier, na, he was there for you during all those all-nighters and stuff like that. So I just want to share um, something that happened well, during my first year <laughs> in medicine. So I mentioned earlier that I kind of dated around two, like Ara. But there was this guy that I really liked and kind of became serious with, but not really. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, he was kind of my person also. We would um, talk every day and almost every day I would break down. <laughs> like, I'm such an emotional person and he's always there. Like, every stressful day, I would just message him and he would be there to comfort me. And then yeah. before an exam, especially a very crucial exam, <laughs> I remember it was Anna because I was so close to failing anatomy. So every, I would have like pre-exam breakdowns and <laughs> it, it's so bad. Like I would cry and I would say all these negative things about myself. And, you know, he'd always be there to like make me feel better, to cheer me up, to give me hope, you know, to say nice things about me just to boost my morale. And so that thing, whatever it was, <laughs> it only lasted until the <laughs> end of first year. So come second year, <laughs> he wasn't there anymore. <laughs> I didn't have anyone anymore and it was it was hard. It was yeah. hard adjusting to that because I mean sure I have my friends to rant to to vent to if I'm having trouble with school. Pero alam niyo iba talaga kapag significant other <laughs> or you yeah. know uh-huh. 
iba yung comfort na nabibigay nila. So, what I did was, <laughs> whenever I felt like I needed some encouragement, I would backread <laughs> on her. <laughs> I would backread our messages and just read the messages he would send me for encouragement. And <laughs> And so I would read them. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm okay now. <laughs> Is it pathetic? <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't judge me, guys. We all have our, yeah, we all have our different ways of Yeah, we all just gotta survive. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. I guess just to conclude this podcast. So, what advice would you give to that heartbroken era after the breakup? And oh if you do you regret doing um those let's say um unhealthy coping mechanisms like would you have done things differently now that you know better I assume you know I just got this question from someone I was talking to Kanina parang he asked me if you were given a do over in life would you change anything or if you would then what would it be And my answer to this question would always be that I wouldn't change a thing. Because it's, it's a learning process. It's, it's an experience. So I don't think that you would be able to say that heartbreak is my forte. Or <laughs> that I would be able to be good in making Hugo. It's if I didn't experience that heartbreak in the first place. It sucks, you know. It's not easy at all. And in my, my times, and you know this very well, especially in third year, nah, I kind of just wanted to stop everything. And parang, ano pa bang point? As in, I think I'm the only person <laughs> that I know who would break down over exams, yes, but I never have any doubts in becoming a doctor or I don't have any doubts in being in med school. Like, kahit sabunin ako ng prof, kahit na I did bad in an exam, even if I failed, I'm not saying it to boast or anything, ha? but I'm just saying it to prove my point. Na all throughout my three years in med school, I've never been one to give up on getting that MD. But the thing is, this breakup has led me to a point where I didn't just question um, if worth it ba maging doctor pa, but it made me also question my existence, if you know what I mean. So it's like, Cliche as it sounds, or maybe for some people, like, sobrang babaw. But if you're in that position of dealing with a heartbreak or moving on, may it be from a romantic relationship or a friendship or a family member that you've lost or something like that, it's super difficult to focus on ACADs and Especially yourself, like just your well-being palang. You forget that you have to eat. You forget na kung, kung nakapag-shower ka na ba. You know, things like that. Simple things like that. You tend to neglect yourself. But despite all that, like I really wouldn't change a single thing. 
And siguro, if I were able to communicate with myself when that was all starting pa lang, like, I just say that, just savor in the moment, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Maybe like, if you're dating around or if it's drinking with a group of friends, it, just enjoy it. Like, you don't need to... Because that was one of... Sorry, interject lang ako ng kwento. Like, I remember this one time. Yun yun. That, like, that night that my ex and I met up, supposedly, to study out. I was... um Birthday nung orgmate ko. And parang may mini inuman kami in her dorm. And I remember when my ex messaged me na he was already there. Um, they were saying na, oh, let's take a picture first before you leave. And I said, oh, he's already outside na kasi and he has a short temper, so I have to go outside na agad. I'm sorry, like, I'll, I'll go back na lang if, if ever you guys are still here later in the wee hours of the morning. Like, I'll try to make up for it. So I went outside and then got into an argument with my ex and all that. After three or so hours, I was back in my dorm. And I brought alcohol and went back to my friend's dorm. And I remember, yeah, I remember like one of them said na, ayun kasi madaling madali ka, ex na nga, di ba? Like, past na, ganyan. So bakit mo pa ina-entertain? Parang something like that, somewhere along those lines. And for me, parang, o oh, nga no. I mean, not to discount my ex and the effect he has on me, but... If I were to yeah, talk to myself when all of this was happening, I just say na ignore everything else and just be in the present moment. Cliche as that sounds. Because uh, these experiences will teach you so much after a couple of months. And you will realize a lot of things talaga, that will help you ultimately, I don't want to use the term move on. Eh. I always say move forward. Yeah, so, I like that. Very I'll start like, using that now. Yeah, that's really what I use. Um, whenever I, I talk to people na who are trying to get over a relationship, you don't necessarily move on. You just move forward. Let's make quotable quotes na naman tayo from this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, you know that? Oh, sorry. No, okay, go ahead. I was just going to say that reminds me of a John Mayer song. If you know what you're, what I'm talking about, um, moving on and getting over. Getting over. So, yeah. So what I got from that song is moving on and getting over are two different things. So yeah. and I think it's related to what Ara said. Anyway, continue. Yeah, savor in the moment lang, and all of this will come to pass. Naman, there are definitely days that are better than the others, but. Collectively, they're just part of the experience that you have to go through in moving on. And in terms of med-related things, like heartbreak in terms of med, just really learn how to compartmentalize. It's a very difficult task that you have to undertake if you're having to deal with heartbreak, but it's necessary. Um, I'm not sure if there's someone out there who has stopped uh, taking med or, you know, has taken some time off just because of a heartbreak. But, you know, if that's what you need, go lang. Like, your studies will always be there naman. I think it's better if, you know, like what we said in previous a previous episode, 
it's better if you go into it wholeheartedly talaga. Nanandun yung motivation mo. And if my slightest doubt ka na you don't want to become a doctor anymore and you're having trouble getting to a place of conviction, then the best step would just be to take a step back and reassess first. Kasi, you know, heartbreak as uh, mababaw as it sounds, it's a serious thing when you're the one having to deal with it. So, yun. It's those heartbreaks that make you a stronger person. Yes, it sounds so cliche also, <laughs> but you become stronger, you become more mature, you become yeah. more independent. And in relation to med, I would say, you know, those breakups help me become more in the independent in the sense that I'm not well, at least I'm trying not to rely on anyone to make me feel better in a way. Parang, if I need someone to boost my morale, I should find that within myself. Like, I shouldn't yeah. look for that validation from anyone. Oh, deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, do you have anything else to say? Would you like to... Uh, <laughs> close this podcast <laughs> no, no, man, no. I mean I didn't I was hesitant at first to talk about myself and especially talking about heartbreak but you know this needs to be said and this needs to be shared um, so just like me you know this actually helped me I don't process. know look back and yeah and process a bit better like the journey that I've had to go through in the past year. Because oftentimes I fail to realize how much I've actually gone through. And yeah, this helps process it a lot better. So sometimes you just need to, you know, you've listened to my stories about this all throughout third, my third year. So you're no stranger to these stories. But if you're the type of person, like if our listeners if any of you are the type of person who, you know, is having trouble dealing with heartbreak or having trouble moving on and you're having to start online classes, <laughs> it's, it definitely helps to look back or it definitely takes time. Like for me, I don't think that I've fully accepted it still, like, or break up. But it just takes time. It takes effort also from you to move forward, not necessarily move on, but to move forward from it. So, naman. if you guys have any suggestions or if you have any comments that you want to share with us, please hit us up on Instagram. That's at MedCastPH. And if you have any topic suggestions that you want us to include in our future episodes, just hit us up also there. <laughs> that was a weird sentence construction. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah. I so, just want to say thank you to Ara also for being so open <laughs> for sharing her heartbreak. <laughs> And congrats for not crying. Not that it's a bad thing, but... 
<laughs> Yay. <laughs> no, I, that's the thing I've realized now that you mentioned it, actually. I barely cry anymore when I talk about it to other people as in I barely cry usually I cried like before right when, whenever yeah, she we... was warning me that she might cry during this podcast <laughs> and she didn't <laughs> but yeah that, that, see, see so it's it's really a process so yes. if I was telling you this story I don't know fresh from when it was happening I'd probably my eyes would be super maga already. We probably wouldn't even finish the podcast. And yeah, we'll just, we just cut it. this whole thing out. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. We got through the hiccup. Yes. <laughs> Let's just say bye. This has been Ara. <laughs> and Karen. Thank and you for we listening. Will see you next time. Thank you guys. Bye.